Hey, what's going on everybody out there in podcast land? This is Roger Minimal back for another podcast of These Are The Rules. Uh, it's been a while. I shouldn't have left you without a, uh, without a dope beat to step to, as they say. Uh, yeah, no, uh, just a little quick thing as I had COVID. I got COVID. It wasn't bad. Everyone don't panic. Uh, just missed a few, some days of work, so I had to catch up on that. That's why I haven't podcast. Like I said, it's been one after the other since I got my knee injured in late October. Uh, the holidays and all that kind of stuff. I had to buckle down and get caught up. But here, luckily, I just did my taxes. So hopefully, with that money, I should be caught up. And I'll be able to really uh, crank out the podcast. Uh, this is a new season because that's what I'm doing and this will be a new season started with a new season I want to do a, a new season every year you know we'll do this yearly and then every year it's a new season so this is a start first episode of season two episode one uh, this will be you know today on February 11th 2022 uh, Friday so it's my sports time and that's why I wanted to jump on here uh, just to go through my team, my Dolphins team, you know, all the shit that's going on that I personally have been saying for a long time. If you caught my podcasts a couple last year, when I started it, I did a little couple episodes about the Dolphins and what the problem was. Well, lo and behold, like I've been saying, what has been going on because I use patterns to make my opinions i guess you could say patterns in fact is where i get my thought and logic from and you know if there's a pattern here if there's some there's pattern just like humans if there's a pattern you know that's how they are that's how they operate you know if a a guy has a pattern of uh, of stealing um and doesn't show he stops it yeah he might show he stops it for a while but if he keeps doing it you know, they don't, they're going to keep doing it. They're not just going to stop for like five years and then go back to it. If they stop for five years, they're going to not, they're just basically going to, as human nature, they're, they've done stealing. But if they keep going, it's usually like they say they're done stealing for a couple months and then they go back to it with anything, you know, with flaws and all that kind of stuff. So that's how I judge my, that's how I, my brain operates, I guess you can say. So I, I, I look at patterns and then I look at, uh, you know, facts. And so that's how I got to where I'm at with Ross. And it was when Gase got fired, you know, I saw the patterns through Philbin, saw what was going on through Philbin, you know, uh, through a great writer, Armando Salguerrero. I, let me look up his name because I always say it wrong when I'm trying to think it off the top of my head. I know I'm wrong in saying it, uh, but uh, let me look it up real quick while I'm typing. I'll talk to so because I'm not on YouTube or you know have a video yet. I'm working towards that, but you know, baby steps. Uh, so uh, like I said, his name is he was a he's been a, a local Miami Dolphins writer. He was for the the Miami Herald. 
for a long time, for about 30 years. He just has now got hired at OutKick. It's no wonder he's on OutKick because OutKick, I think, is the only sports media you could trust, uh, unfortunately. Uh, There's still a bunch of opinions, of course, which I still want to get away from sports. I think sports shouldn't be based – there shouldn't be shows on opinions. In my my opinion, it should just be highlights, facts. Here's what happened today. You know, like sports center used to be, they show highlights, stats, and they move on to the next game. Now it's all opinions, and that's not sports. That's not like I've said before. It's inter- sports is entertainment through competition. It's not entertainment through entertainment. It's entertainment through competition. You can't if you take out the competition part. Uh, you just have entertainment. And I'm sorry, but this is why the females are trying to take it over because they just want another entertain. Females out there, if you're listening, I, I don't have a lot of females. You have your shit. Stop fucking coming over and barging on our shit, dude. I'm, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of, like, guys do something. And, and this is partially guys' fault because they fucking look... Think with their dick, right? A uh, hot chick. Oh, yeah, I like listening to her because she's hot. Even though most of her stuff is written for her by other people. Like, if you ever see her go off... Most sports personalities that are women, that are t- anchors or whatever, that go off the top of their head, are, are off of feelings. And then they don't know, make any sense about some of the facts, right? There might be a few. And, yes, there's exceptions. I, You know... Yes, I know there's exceptions. You could bring up the exceptions all the time. I get that. Just like if a per, per a human being is born with ten fingers, extremities, right? Ten. We say that. We say that ten. But there's exceptions, right? There's exceptions of oh yeah. You know, some kids are born. Some babies are born with two or three fingers and a thumb, or one thumb and five, four fingers. You know, so you can't sit there and say. That isn't well. That's normal, right? Sorry, like it, 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 it's not normal. Like I see it all the time. I'm out in reality. I don't let anybody see it. And then you go by schools, and I dare you to do this. Go by schools, and just observe for yourself. And and kids who are not affected through society yet, who are out there playing, are still girls play with girls, boys play with boys. Yes, there'll be a girl. If, yes, there'll be exceptions. You'll bring it up. Well, what about that girl? I'm not talking about the exception. I'm talking about the norm. There's exceptions and there's norm. And yes, there is normal. There is norm. You got to have norm. Uh, and there is. I'm not talking about normal like uh, everyone should do listen to music or everyone should listen to hip-hop. Everyone should listen. That's not. No, I'm talking about normal life in general. Life in general is normal. And there is norms in life. Like a tree. Right? A tree needs water and sunlight to grow. Any plant. And the ground. It needs soil. Right? You say that's normal, right? That's normal for a tree to grow. Sunlight, soil, and water. Right? We say that. That's normal. And I'm sure there's exceptions where trees will grow... Like on some concrete, some crack or something like that. There's exceptions, right? I'm sure there's exceptions like that. But we don't say that's normal. When we see a tree like that, we go, hey, that's not normal. That's fucking weird. That's that's an anomaly. 
what the hell's going on here? But yet, in human beings, because human beings are so... We've gotten so far away from reality. Like, this is what I, I, I like about the Native Americans, in a sense. They're still in touch with Mother Earth. And Earth's still in touch with reality. Uh, so they... They still believe, you know, they still have, that's why women have their roles. And if you go to any Native American tribe, women have their roles, men have their roles, right? Uh, I know our society has basically, uh, a lot of men, which is sad, Native American men have, you know, get alcohol because, because they're in touch with, because they don't want materialistic things. So they don't need it. That's why you go by and they're, you know, they... Their houses look poor and run down is because they don't want all the, you know, laptops and electronics and shit like that. Right? So that that's that's my little rant because I got the name the name here. Uh, but that's what I'm trying to which we need to get back to that. We need to stop going, Well, oh, there's an exception. Well, yeah, we know there's an exception, but you can't sit there and uh Oh, wow, Keith Lee's in AEW. Wow, that's crazy. I just found that. I just popped that up when I'm looking for the name. Um, okay, so it's Armando Salguero. Salguero? Guero? Salguero? I don't know how to... It's basically spelled S-A-L-G-U-E-R-O. He was writing for uh, Philbin. He was writing stuff about Philbin, and I've, I think I brought it up before about Joe Philbin. That era was coming on because I was excited. I was like, "Oh yeah, Joe, he seems like a good dude." Remember, he was on. We had Hard Knocks his first year. Ryan Tannehill's rookie here. He seemed like a dude, really, uh, like OCD type of coach. And I, I, I was, uh, I was optimistic that you know when we got him, I was like, "Yes, we'll." Well, finally, because Tony Soprano, even though he was a good leader, he, uh, he, he was not like a, uh, I don't know how to say it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because now that I open my eyes, maybe it wasn't Soprano. It was just the organization because Ross took it over in 10. So it was probably, it's probably started then, uh, the leaks and all that shit because I'm going to get to that. But anyways, Armando Salgari goes... He wrote articles about how the front, how the office, the front office, because Ross is never there, right? Ross is never there. I brought that up before last episode. Stephen Ross is never there, the owner of Miami Dolphins. So he's there or when shit goes down, when the media starts blabbing and, you know, fans are getting restless and all that. But majority of the time when things are going good, Ross is never there. Ross is never there. He, he sees from afar. He, he uh, owns from afar. So he wrote these articles about uh, Donna Pointe, who was very bad. Like, there's rumors in Cleveland she was like this. Basically, well, does what a woman does. I'm sorry to sound, you know, some kind of sexist or whatever. But does what a woman does and talks behind people's backs. And and I, and I I've experienced this personally this past week. So I'm going to get to that, too. But they talk, you know, they're clicky. Women are clicky. If you ain't, if you aren't friends with a woman you know the friends you're not in that group it's clicky and they do anything to take you out of it and that's what women do and donna pointe brought that kind of shit over 
and she was like Ross's, you know, in her ear, and she brought that kind of stuff over where it was, you know, blame, blame me, talk about it behind his back, let things leak into the media through players and all that kind of stuff. When things are going bad, because Ross is never down, it's always the coach. And that's what started happening when I think Philbin's uh, second year, I believe, or second or third year, when the boys scandal it was sort of a 2012, it was second year the boys scandal came out. We were three and one. We started well. The boys scandal came out, and all of a sudden it was all the coaches, right? Uh, we started blaming the coach. He doesn't know what he's doing. The media starts attacking, attacking, attacking. Starts attacking the quarterback. Things are leaking out about the quarterback and all that kind of stuff. Good organizations, you never hear that kind of stuff. But for Miami Dolphins, you always hear that shit. And that's when, after the Gase thing, I realized what was going on. Adam Gase, when Adam Gase came over, which Joe Philbin, even though I was excited, I was somewhat excited to get in, I was still, you know, I was optimistic, right? Trying to be optimistic. With Adam Gase, I was super excited because I think this is the first time the Dolphins, since Don Shula, or since Jimmy Johnson, I'd say, since Jimmy Johnson got the hot coach that was out there. And Adam Gase, even when people think he sucks now, was the hot coach. And I think he got blackballed by Miami. I think Miami Dolphins organization is a piece of shit organization, Randley. Sad to say it's my team, my fault, but they blackball people. Because that's what they do. That's how the organization runs. Like, Mike McDaniel is going to... But anyways, uh, I, I hate my how I fucking just go and all these other corners and everything. When I talk, my brain's all over the place. I can't make points. That's why I can't make points. Anyways, uh, so Adam Gase gets fired, and I go, wait a second. I start opening my eyes, and I'm like, okay. Because they started leaking stuff about Gase. You know, this is why Jarvis Landry got was Gase. Jarvis Landry got traded because of Gase. You know, it was every, it was always Gase's fault. It was never the front office. It was never the GM. It was never all the thing. So like if, and it's sort of like you know when you're a parent and you go away for a weekend and you come back, you have kids, right? They're teenagers. You have three teenagers, and something happens. You find it. No, they're not. They're all gonna blame each other, right? You're never gonna find the truth. Unless somebody fesses up. And so that's how it is in the mind. Ross is never there. And so the front office can blame the coach. And that's what happens. And that's what's going to happen with Mike McDaniel. I said with Flores that Flores isn't going to get the blame. If doesn't if he doesn't do well, it's going to be Flores and he'll be out. Even if he did well with the shit roster because Chris Greer can't draft. He's a terrible GM. You can't build a team. You can't build a roster uh, because he's part of that organization. He's been in the organization for 20 years. And I'm not saying whatever. I'm saying he's been in the organization. So he's been through. He started. He came up. When he was starting to get more and more powers when all that, when Donna Pointe was there, he saw all that was going on. So he's just basically doing the same shit, the shady shit. And now we're here again. And now Flores even though I sided with Flores about, I understand that it wasn't his fault with the, Miami, and I believe the stuff about Miami, like yeah, it's hearsay, blah blah blah, the the hundred thousand. But 
I believe more the organization blackballed him and made him, that I believe. But also, I, he's I also think Flores with the racism thing is just sour grapes because he didn't get the Giants job because he's from New York. I think he wanted that very badly, and I think he wanted that and he didn't get it and he got that text and that probably hurt. Yeah. Cause I'm going to go into my situation after all this, what happened to me. But, um, so he went all through, uh, the, uh, Brian Flores, you know, he, he didn't get the giants job and he got sour grapes and now he has his lawsuit, which he, he's not going to win. Fortunately, um, he might get some kind of settlement, just to you know, keep him quiet or whatever. But I don't think he's gonna. It's gonna be that because there's not enough evidence. And I just I think you know, and, and that's what I've been saying about organization is that uh, the thing about well, that's what I was trying to you know. So it leads up to the whole outkick, right? It's the only opinion but it leads up to the espn how i've been saying you know sports in general is basically because it's popular right uh we've seen about 10 years and i think uh, people laugh you know blame obama but you know obama is very smart he's one a, he's a very intelligent man and he knows the ins and outs of how this country works and i'm pretty sure he has a lot to say about sports in this country and he wanted to change it use sports as a political platform like everything else is right so that's why espn is totally just gone and now they're being outed by project veritas for being blatantly racist shit going on um uh and all that kind of stuff but um but i've been saying that what could i say i i've been saying that's last year about how sports in general is about competition entertainment through competition that's why people go can go to a game like when you go to a game are you there to are you entertaining are you good there to watch the competition are you there to watch the the players do silly shit no when you go there you're there to watch because you can't see the players do the shit right because you're focusing on the game like if you're in baseball and you're watching baseball, you're focusing on the plays, right? The pitcher pitch, the pitcher pitch, pitcher hit, and you're watching all that. You're not focusing because there is no, like, fucking awesome graphics in front of your eyes, right? There's no pop-up screen, you know, pop-up pitch and pitch, you know, showing this and showing that. Uh, and sport, NFL used to keep, the coaches did a good job keeping, they wanted that out, right? Baseball, and I've said this all the time, you know, baseball, they, that's what, they were afraid, and they were right. The people that ran baseball and football, Talag, not Talagabu, uh, because uh, he sort of, I think Talagabu, yeah, Talagabu kept people out too. Talagabu, the commissioner there, and beforehand, Pete Rozelle, and then uh, commissioner in baseball, no, commissioner in baseball, Pete Rozelle. I mean, Bud Selig ruined baseball and made it what it is today. And if you don't agree with me, I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Uh, Pete Rozelle, the commissioner before uh, Bud Selig, 
you know they they wanted to keep television out of the they they said yes you can televise our games but you're not going to control what we do like now look like you're not going to control you're not going to television is not going to control the sport but now it's flipped and television is controlling the sports that's why you have media doing fucking interviews between innings to managers it's like why why did that um, as irrelevant to the game no one gives a shit we're just watching the competition uh if you're a true sports fan if you're not a true sports fan you're going to disagree with me and i'm not and i'm going to call you you're not a true sports man you're a fair weather casual fan that doesn't care about anything but what's popular you just go with the bandwagon um And, and that's why I make this thing because all this stuff's coming out and I'm just like, man, I've been calling this shit out for a long time on Twitter about, you know, the the progressive left getting into sports because that's the last thing they 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 have been in. And how do you get into, how does the progressive left get into sports? They use analytics. Analytics, because it's a nerd fucking stat, nerds care about it. You bring these people in. I mean, look at Mike McDaniel. He never played football. The fucking dude never played football, and now he's a head coach in the NFL, and he's not going to be good. I don't, I don't give a rat's ass uh, that he's a great mind for the sport and blah blah blah. If he doesn't know the ins and out of football, like being out on the field and playing and knowing, hey, this happens here and this happens here. I experienced this, this, this. He's not going to be a good coach. And I'm telling you right now, he's not going to have the success. Everyone thinks he's going to have success. No, he's not. Because he's going to do dumb shit that doesn't make sense more than everything. That's why Brian Flores was a good coach and could have winning streaks and stuff because he played football. Uh, you know, he was a D, DB and all that kind of stuff. So he, he played it. Just like all the great coaches, Bill Belichick played fucking football. Uh Don Shula was a DB. Tom Landry was a DB. Uh, Bill Walsh. Uh, I think Bill Walsh. I can't remember what Bill Walsh was. I'm looking him up. Bill Walsh. Damn it. He's big. Uh, yeah, Bill Walsh. Here we go. He played defensive end and tight end at San Jose State. Bill Walsh did. Okay. Now, if you go to, now if I look up Mike McDaniel, see if he played. He played. So Bill Walsh actually played in San, at San Jose State, right? So I look up Mike McDaniel, and I go to early life. He was born. He he studied at Yale. It's like, come on, dude. So he studied. He was coach under Mike Shanahan. So I'll look at Mike Shanahan. Here you go, Mike Shanahan. Uh, he played high school football. He was a quarterback. Played wishbone quarterback uh, there, and then he went to Eastern Illinois University. Played quarterback there. See, all these coaches played fucking football. All these new fucking nerdy fucking coaches don't play football. That's why they're fucking terrible. Uh, it's amazing to me that. But that's how you get 
Like that's my point. That's how they get the progressive left in there. Is they're using the nerds, the big tech nerds, coming in. Oh, he's so super intelligent. He went to Yale. What is going to Yale, being smart, have to do with football? Nothing. I'm gonna look up Sean McVay. Okay. Uh. Well, he has football background with John McVay, and then his dad was the. Uh, but he actually played qu- quarterback and defensive back at high school football. Uh, I don't know if he got any college. He did attend Miami University where he played. He actually played. Okay, see, he actually played too. But Mike McDaniel, like I think Cam Cameron, Mike McDaniel, they said didn't play football. But yet, come on, dude. Ah. It's frustrating when I'm sitting here uh, reading all this stuff. And even, you know, you can't have the Sean Mc... You can't... I'm sorry, nerds. Man, it's like a football player coming in and trying to tell you how to fucking code. You'd get pretty pissed, right? If we just started throwing football players in the... In the in, into Apple and they just started coding and started doing shit. What would happen if that... Okay, let me ask you. What would happen if football players started going into... Just right off the street went in and started coding or going into you know computers and started running business and trying to code and, and, and doing all this other stuff your computers would suck right right exactly so sorry nerds just because you you like you're entertained by it you like watching football doesn't mean I mean and that's why we're getting a lot of youtuber all these fucking nerdy fucking people I watch now that are on YouTube that, you know, I could fall because they're information about, you know, their favorite team, like Miami Dolphins. There's a few that have like, I'm like, dude, you're fucking a nerd and you don't know anything about football. And you're trying to sit there and go, Oh, you know, and, and they all have the same take. It's amazing. They all have the same take. Like all the dolphins, people I follow in and watching on YouTube, they all have the same take, uh, about, um, the situation we've been in. They're, now they've moved on, right? They've moved on. We know this is the fourth now. Ross is hired now. This is be the forced first year coach, right? Philbin, uh, Gase, Flores, and now Mike McDaniel. The first three, what happened? Let's go. Like I'd already read through this, but we'll do it again. The first, and I put this on all the YouTube. These people, because they're saying the same stuff. I put, look, what's happened? We'll get in a losing streak. The front office will start, because Ross is not around, the front office will start leaking, letting players talk to the media, leak things about the coach, saying this, this, that. He doesn't know this, he doesn't know that. And the front office will start leaking stuff as well. So the local media, because they're fucking idiots, will start oh man the coach sucks because we're getting this information we're getting sources we're getting hits right like didn't like we're getting hits and sources so they don't care because they're getting people to watch because they think they have a source and so now we have McDaniel 
who it's going to end up in the same way. You hear me here. We'll go back three years and I'll, I'll play this or two years because I think it's going to be two years because he's going to suck. We're going to go, we're going to digress. Um, and we're going to suck. And I have been, someone removed me on one, uh, dolphins fan site because I was being negative and I'm like, I'm just telling the truth. I just basically said what I said. Now I said, I'm giving him facts and patterns and I'm showing you it's going to be the same because he's just did the same thing again. Now, if he went and got a, a experienced coach like a Dan Quinn, like Jim Caldwell, but he had health issues. I don't think I wanted Jim Caldwell, but I found out he had health issues, but he didn't want. So I don't think he wanted to play. Um, I think Dan Quinn, I didn't want Dan Quinn. I just wanted, I wanted Caldwell. And then when I heard Sean Payton, I was like, try to get Sean Payton, but. Those are the only two coaches I wanted. I didn't really, I wasn't really happy with any. Uh, oh, Lovey Smith. I didn't know he was still trying to coach, but I guess the Texas got him. I wouldn't mind Lovey Smith either. But if they would have did that, then I would have saw a change, right? You see a change in pattern, right? And you say, okay, maybe they're going. They're, he's finally getting it, going a different direction. Nope. He hires a first-year coach who's not even fucking played football, who's. So this is going to be a disaster, and I don't know why. I'm I'm just going off because I got to get this off the chest, and then I'm at the thirty minute mark, so I got five more minutes to tell you the story because I keep rambling on and on. But because um, I I don't know if I told you, but I coach my son's baseball team last year. Uh, we started off rocky. We were bad because. That was my fault. I missed the first tryout, so I didn't see many kids try out. So I drafted badly. I drafted poorly. See what happens when you draft poorly. You have a bad team. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, so, but I worked with the kids, and we end up having our second, our the second half of the seat. We were zero and eight, I think zero and six. In the second half, we were like three and three, three and four, or something like that. No, we were three, three and five in the second half of the season. Oh, six because we missed two games because our kid, one of our kids, got COVID, so we couldn't play for ten days. So we missed two games there. Um, but yeah, that's what happens, right? I didn't draft well, so the team is going to struggle. And if you have a good coach, you can find ways. Uh, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I found ways. We started winning. I was working with the kids, working with the kids, and we got some wins. You know, we almost beat. The two best teams. Uh, the, so basically, I felt like I was a decent coach, right? I just needed to work on drafting, right? So I was there the first two. I was the first Saturday and there the second Saturday, paying attention to these kids. And I was like, man, I got. I'm gonna take this kid, this kid, this kid, right? Well, long story short is they basically blackballed me. I don't know why. I wouldn't say blackball. They didn't blackball me. Let me read about it. So the long story short is basically I find out. they. Now this is basically it. When I was there the second Saturday, we were having a discussion on certain things. And I find out, like, they didn't even tell me. They just go, they go to uh, John. Is like, well, John's going to get the fourth team. And I was like, what? And I was like, all. and by the way, all the new coaches in minor, they're all new. Except for one. There's one returning head coach. The other three are new. So, to me, what's fair is, right, if you're a head coach last year and you still want a head coach this year, 
and you've shown improvement and you showed you you, you care about these kids, I should have been the head coach, right? Logically. And so, but no, they kicked me aside. And this is where it goes back to what I was talking about earlier about women. Everybody, every, every, most majority of people on the board are women and they're all friends. And they all have kids and their kids are on, on the same team because, you know, women have, they have their pros and cons. Women are very family oriented. You know, they worry about their kids, which is good. It's good for families. It keeps the family. I get that. But you know what's bad for? It's bad being on a board where you have 250 kids and you're trying to be fair. Because she, these girls were only these ladies were only looking out for their kids, and that was it, and that's what happened. And I also, and and because there's a team called the Orioles that was stacked in majors, anyways. And this this is the other thing, why? Because I was outspoken during the meeting. I get they, they wanted to go. They're debating about going to two teams in the majors or three teams in the majors. I said go to three teams, because we haven't we had enough kids that were good enough. To be in majors. We, and. But they didn't want to. Because they were. Worried about the Orioles. Breaking up the Orioles. Who had eight returning. The other team. Only had three. So they, were, they didn't want to break up the Orioles. Because they would have had to break up the Orioles. If they did two to three. They had, would have had to redraft. And guess what. All the board members. Kids are on the Orioles. I shit you not. And so, because I, I didn't even know that, honestly, until my buddy who was there, he ended up resigning. He was, he was on the board and he ended up, because he wanted, that's another thing, he wanted to resign. He resigned and then this other guy resigned who was the player agent because of the same thing. They wanted to go three teams. They thought we were strong enough and they, but, you know, so they, anyways, I didn't know all that. Until after, when I text, I was like, what's going on? I talked to the district manager. Anywho, they said that uh, they're going to go two teams, and then I lost, uh, that I wasn't going to head coach. They never told me, guys, okay, see, they never told me until Sunday. God, I'm terrible at explaining shit. They never told me Sunday until Sunday after this. I went to the Saturday tryouts. I heard all that stuff. I asked what was going on. They didn't even tell me. They just ignored my question and then acted like they know. And I was like, okay. So I even said, hey, you got my number for the draft. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got your number. We'll include you in the text. Never got the text. Uh, They got – I never got the text. And then – I heard it was gonna the majors was gonna start around eleven thirty, so I text the guy who's on the board. He used to be my assistant coach. He's now on the board, and this is and so I said, "Hey, when's the draft?" I get no response for thirty minutes, and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he finally calls me, and then he was, tells me you can tell in his voice that you know they're being shady, and he's like, "Well, we decided not you know that you weren't gonna be." have a team and uh, you're going to be uh, the first alternate. You could still coach, right? And that's when I found out. 11.30, when the majors drafted, that's when I found out they weren't going to let me head coach. So I, 
um, was pissed. I was like pissed, it hurt, frustrated, all that shit when I heard all that. Because I thought I, you know, I, I thought I did decent job and they didn't, and they didn't, and because it's a clicky fucking league, because women run it, and I don't have, you know, my wife is not on the board and not their friends, so they kicked me aside. Even though I was there, I did my did my shit. I put in the the time and effort, and I got screwed, right? And then I was pretty feeling pretty down, and then and then I got a, a text from one of the moms last year because she they told him he was on the team and she wanted to have Julian on my team because he had his best year with me under me and that made me feel good so and I was like oh man that's cool and so I was just like what the hell's going on and so now I transferred my kid because I know for a fact my kid was picked last no doubt my kid's not the worst kid and he's not the best kid but he shouldn't have been picked last and I bet you because of me they picked his ass last uh, I'm not, I'm now, like I said, it's using my, my, uh, patterns and what's going on patterns and facts. I'm going to say my kid was picked last because he was, I'm just, I'm just saying that. So I talked to, and that's the thing. And then, oh yeah. So I did all, I get all that and I've, get a call so and then I call the district manager tell her what's going on and then I find out because she's a woman too so you find out well you don't really have a team I'm like no I know how it works like if you're a head coach and you come back you get a coach I coached my daughter's softball team and I was good enough where they, they I went back to school and they wanted me to coach okay so and I did and I feel bad now that I didn't I should have because I could have probably built my name better. But anyways. <coughs> and so. I explained to her what was going on. And how I, what, what they did to me. And then they finally emailed me. Right. I get, I get the phone call from Tosh around 12. They email at 3.30. 3 p.m. That day. Informing me I've been. To fucking cover their ass. Right. And so. I was like fuck this shit. I'm taking my, when I resign, you know, I, I did all the said, made sure, just a matter, I said, hey, can I go to a different league, because my ex lives in a different area, I said, yes, I can use her address, so, okay, so I get the ball rolling, I talk to the, the other league presidents, uh, her, I talked to her, Amy, another woman, I hope, I hope, pray to God, uh, talk to Amy, you know, explain what's going on. I said, and she said, yeah, we'll, we'll take you to tryouts for this Saturday. So it gets a trial again. And then I talked to the, to the coach. Cause I felt, oh, and then I found out Xavier was on the team. The coach calls me. So I had to call that coach back and let him know, Hey, I'm transferring to sunrise. I let him know first because he's actually a good dude. And I like the guy and I wouldn't mind Xavier to be on that team. It's just that I feel like I can't go walk around that whole season knowing that what they did to me and still be there, you know what I'm saying? And be like, oh, like, I'd be a fucking pussy or, you know, I'd be a punk. I feel like I'd be a punk if I walked around and let them do that to me. So I said, no, I'm out. I told them. 
he tells Danielle. All right, I'm not gonna say names. Oh, sorry. Scritchy for the record. Uh, he tells this person, right? Um, uh, what was it say? Oh, and then I get her email saying they already refunded my money. So she didn't even have the balls to fucking come and talk to me. Like, really? You didn't even have the balls to call me and say what's going on? Can we work something out? You just automatically refunded my money. And then I called her and I left a message. You know, I said, hey, thanks for letting You know, I was being cordial. And then she finally called me back. But she actually refunded the money and didn't have the balls to talk. And I, and I, I was like, and that's the politics and shit of everything. But so now I'm going to go into Sunrise. My son's going to Sunrise. So that's why I wanted to do this podcast because <coughs> it's so political, this crap, you know. I can't stand it. You know, the the politics and shit, like. It should be about how well a person you are. It should be about not kissing this ass. But you can tell is people are so into themselves now in this country that they want people to like them. And if you don't like them, we're gonna screw you. And if you and if you're not like me, you're not. It's we're come, becoming everybody on the left, right, and we're everyone want to say it's a we're becoming so group thought. It's scary. And it's so bad. And so, like, it just pisses me off. You know, I wanted to coach, dude. And it fucking pisses me off. And so that's my podcast for today. I hope you enjoy it. I went a little over 10 minutes. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to call it quits today. And, yeah, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I'll probably, I'm going to do... Hopefully, I'm not going to say, but just look for it. I'm going to do a music podcast. I want to do the Kings of Leon review that album. Get started doing that correctly. And then we'll dive in some politics next week. All right. So I'm out of here. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Deuces.